Chapter 11, Down from the Mountain Dazed by recent events, Megan found it hard to focus in her classes at school the next day. She spent the better part of math class thinking about her mom, which irritated her. She hated dwelling on someone who had never seemed to think much about her. Was I the only reason they were staying together? She wondered. Biology, of course, caused her thoughts to turn to Anthony. She had been trying to figure out the connection between him and Phil for the better part of the night. Monthly check-sized envelopes. Was he sending them money? Anthony couldn't be Phil's son, and Anthony had said that his father died when he was little. Was Phil his uncle? Why else would he be sending so much support to them? Phil worked constantly and seemed to spend very little on himself. Megan had meant to ask Charlie about it last night, but Charlie had worked late, and she never got a chance. Tonight, she thought. And Anthony. Even before seeing him at his house, she had found herself thinking about him more and more. Maybe it was the feeling that Leah had betrayed her, even though she had done nothing wrong, that had left a hole in Megan's day. Anthony seemed to have the genuineness that she appreciated in Leah, and there was something else, something she wasn't quite letting up to the surface of her mind. She looked over at him sitting at his desk, jotting the occasional note on his paper as Mr. Connor went from one transparency to the next. He was wearing jeans and a long-sleeved blue turtleneck, and she felt a little flushed as she admitted to herself that he was actually really good-looking. She looked away and sighed, looking down at her nearly blank notebook page, and then up at Mr. Connor's overhead projector. They had finished with worms the day before, and he was now lecturing about amphibian anatomy in preparation for dissecting frogs after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. She thought about Sam, about his interest in having a normal Thanksgiving dinner, about his invitation to Linda. Surely that's not going to happen, will it? She thought. Megan remembered Sam freaking out about the boys crossing the bridge. He was so naive, so helpless, so trusting. He wanted so badly to have a traditional holiday meal like he was used to having. Megan's heart ached a little to think about his reaction to having SpaghettiOs or leftover pizza when he had been looking forward to turkey, stuffing, and pie. It was twilight when Megan, Sam, and Charlie walked out of the sparse forest and onto the street. They had climbed L.A. Mountain, which was really just a large hill named for the rocks arranged in the shape of the town's initials and annually whitewashed by the high school's senior class. Sam loved seeing the large pattern of rocks up close, telling Megan and Charlie that his older brothers had come up many times, but had never let him tag along. Megan, who had been up the mountain several times, enjoyed the view more than anything. Getting to the clearing that surrounded the painted rocks afforded a vista of the entire town site and the valleys beyond. The scene somehow took on an added beauty with the smell of winter in the air, the crisp atmosphere, which was cooler up on the mountain and especially out in the clearing, mixed with a hint of smoke from wood stoves and fireplaces burning below. While it wasn't snowing just yet, it felt like with a little more cloud cover it could start at any time. This way, called Sam, leading the group down a street to the left. It wasn't the way back to Howard's, but all the streets in this neighborhood looped back around, so Megan and Charlie followed somewhat absentmindedly. Okay, but we need to hold hands, Megan replied, accounting for Sam's tendency to alternatively walk far ahead or lag quite a ways behind. So, Charles, Megan asked with a mischievous grin, who was that young lady at Sparky's yesterday? Charles looked straight ahead, his face unflinching. I don't know what you're talking about. Megan took a step and bumped her hip into his, nearly knocking him off balance and causing him to catch himself so he wouldn't fall. In the process, she pulled away from Sam such that his hand slipped out of his glove. Come on, spill, she said to Charlie as she gave the glove back to Sam. Sarah, he muttered, she's just a girl. 
Whatever, Megan smiled. I've seen you with just girls, and I don't think she is just a girl. Charlie shrugged. Yeah, I guess she's nice. His attempt to brush it off was unconvincing, and he seemed to tell that Megan wasn't buying it. Hey, lay off, he retorted when he saw Megan's broad smile. Sam here tells me you've got the hots for a boy yourself. Megan went bright red and shot an icy look at Sam, who didn't seem to be paying attention. Charlie laughed. Oh, don't shoot the messenger. He just told me you guys got a ride home with a rock star yesterday. Anthony, was it? Megan saw the opportunity to change the subject and took it. You know those envelopes we found on Phil's desk? We checked out the address, and it's Anthony's house. He lives there with his mom. He said his dad died when he was a baby. Charlie looked intrigued. So you think it's Phil's wife? She had, but had dismissed it. But then who's Anthony? Maybe she married someone else and had a kid? Megan shook her head. Didn't Phil jump back in the 70s? Yeah, but when you jump, it's like you were never born, right? So things can be different as far back as you've been alive. Since Phil never existed, his wife never met him in the first place. So she could have met someone else and had a kid with him. Well, I think Phil knows Anthony somehow. What do you mean? When we were in his room the other day, Sam found a new guitar under Phil's bed. Charlie looked confused. Really? Anthony plays guitar. I'm thinking it's a Christmas present for him. Charlie smiled. Well, you know Phil. No, actually I don't. The guy barely ever says two words to me. He's actually a really nice guy, Charlie continued. I mean, he doesn't talk to me a lot either, but Howard says he's one of the closest friends he's ever had. Do you think it's his wife? That'd be my guess. What about his sister? Charlie shook his head. Nah, his sister lives in North Carolina. He flew out there a few times to help her out before you moved in. I guess she's kind of a mess, not having Phil as a role model growing up. He went all the way out there to help someone who has no idea who he is? I'm telling you, he's a stand-up guy. Megan looked back to see Sam, falling 15 or 20 feet behind. Catch up, Sam, she called out to him. Charlie, what are we going to do about Thanksgiving? What do you mean? I mean, he invited Linda, and are we even going to have a dinner together? She wouldn't actually want to come, right? I haven't talked to her. What do you think we should do? I don't know. I mean, it's not up to me. Why not? Well, it's not my house. It's as much yours as any of ours. I mean, it's not up to me either. Megan felt like Charlie was being intentionally difficult. What about Howard or Vicky? Well, we can ask them what they think. You know Howard. He'll probably just say we should do whatever we want. To you, maybe, Megan muttered. Charlie smiled and started to say something, but stopped. They walked quietly for a moment. What do you want to do, Megan? Megan thought for a second. I don't know. Maybe it'd be nice. For him, I mean. She motioned back to Sam while trying to sound detached. Charlie grinned and nodded. Okay. He turned around and looked for a moment. Wait, where is he? Megan turned around. Sam was nowhere to be seen. They turned around and started walking briskly in the opposite direction. Sam! Sam! Where'd you go? They walked past two or three houses, peering carefully into porches, parked cars and yards. Megan began to feel a sense of panic building inside her when suddenly Charlie stopped. There! Charlie pointed at a bush in the front yard of one of the usual cookie-cutter duplexes that was set in away from the curb. Megan could see the blue of Sam's coat as he crouched between the bush and the sidewalk. Megan and Charlie walked over to him, and Megan was about to tell him off when she saw that he was craning his neck around the bush 
gazing at the large, well-lit living room picture window on the house beyond. Through the glass she could see a family sitting around a coffee table, a man and a woman sitting on a sofa, and two adolescent boys sitting on the floor. They looked to be playing a board game together. The scene had a quiet warmth that seemed to pierce through the night air. Hey, what are you doing? He answered without turning around, staring intently at the window. Sorry, I was just looking for a minute, I promise. The policeman said I couldn't go talk to them, but he... He broke his gaze, and his expression fell a bit as he looked at Megan. I was just looking. Sam, who are they? Megan asked, knowing the answer in her heart already. My family. Megan sat in the hallway as Charlie came out of his room and sat down opposite her. He's out, he said. So, he continued, a glint in his eye. Are you going to tell him you like him? Who, Sam? No, Anthony. Megan felt her face go red. Shut up! She didn't know what bothered her more, that Charlie would just assume that she liked Anthony, or that she was starting to realize that he was actually right about it. Come on, why not? Sounds like you two get along pretty well. What is he, like a freak or something? Megan folded her arms. No, it's not that. It's just that, well, he's... She didn't know how to finish her thought. It's because he's not a jumper, right? He can't possibly understand you. He's part of that world, not part of this one. Megan didn't say anything. Maybe he was right about that, too. Something it took me a while to figure out is that even with this crazy thing that happened to us, it's all still the same world. We lost a lot when we jumped, but we're still here. We're still human. Then why don't you ask out what's-her-name, Sarah? Charlie looked down and pursed his lips. That's different. How? Megan retorted. It just is. I can't... He shook his head. Come on, Charlie, I tell you everything. Why won't you tell me what's going on with you? Megan, it's not... You just... He let out an exasperated sigh. Just trust me, okay? Megan looked at him, dumbfounded. It's late. I'm going to hit it. I'll see you in the morning, okay? Charlie got up, went into his room, and quietly closed the door. Irritated at Charlie's unwillingness to share, Megan got up and did the same thing. 